Welcome to CRE Success, the podcast. Check us out online at cresuccess.co forward slash podcast. And now here's your host, Darren Krakowiak. If you are addicted to your phone, then I've got a way for you to turn that addiction into improved performance in 2022. Hello and welcome to episode 73 of the show. My name's Darren Krukabiak and I help commercial real estate professionals save time, earn more and be top performers in their market. Really appreciate your company for another episode. Thank you so much to everyone who was downloading episodes in January. We had our biggest month ever by quite a margin in January 2022, which was fantastic, especially because in November, we had a terrible month when it came to the number of people who were listening. And then in December, we had our sponsor who'd been with us for a long time. They let me know that, hey, in 2022, we can't recommit. So I was really thinking, oh, the podcast, I've had a couple of setbacks, but you know what? You can only fail if you quit. And I kept going and we've bounced back in January, which is really great. So thank you for your support. And if you do want to support the show, the best way that you can do that is by leaving us a rating. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, it only takes one second just to look on the rating section and click that five-star button. And that helps even more people find the content. Now, it is February already. 9 or 10% of the year is done, over, if you're listening to this in the first week of February. And that means that it's time to start filling your pipeline. And I want to help you do that by activating a new communication channel, which is the text message communication channel. And I think if you're willing to do this and do it in some of the ways that I'm going to share with you in today's episode, you can elevate client relationships and also accelerate deal flow. Now, some people feel that text messages aren't appropriate in a business-to-business setting. So I just want to dispel that myth by sharing some research that I did with my network on LinkedIn. I ran a poll and I asked people, is it okay to text clients in business-to-business? And over 100 people voted, so not highly scientific, but enough people to get a reasonable sample of people in my network, and most of those people obviously do work in commercial real estate, and 68% of people selected, sure, it's another channel. So yeah, it's okay to send text messages in B2B. Another 27% of people selected, maybe if you know them well, and 5% of people said, no, texts are not professional. So I believe that text messages are appropriate. They will help you get in more touch points. And the more touch points that you make with a prospect or a client, the quicker a relationship will develop and improve. And also text messages can help you create forward momentum on building up new opportunities and accelerating deal flow because texts are far more likely to be opened, read and responded to than emails are, for example. So what I want to do right now is I'm going to share with you three text messages that you can start sending as part of your regular routine. Then I'm going to let you know about a resource that I've created, which has a whole list, I think 10 text messages that you can start sending to elevate relationships and accelerate deal flow. And also some additional information about, you know, when is the right time, for example, to use emojis to make sure that your texts aren't confused with spam, for example. Um, I'll share that with you at the end of the show. But first of all, let's 
go through these text messages that I recommend that you should start incorporating in your day-to-day. So the first one is just to send a meeting confirmation text before meetings happen. So you can send this to your list of upcoming meetings every morning. It's very simple. You just send them a text that says, hi, Tony, I'll see you at 2 p.m. today. Have a great morning, for example, right? And what that does is it will mean that you'll get fewer last minute cancellations or no-shows. Yes, some people may reply to that text and say, sorry, I've got to cancel or can we do it another time? But that's certainly much better than somebody giving you that information when you're sitting in a cafe waiting for them or when you're in the car on the way to the meeting. So it just reminds people who perhaps aren't as diligent as others with their daily schedule that you are on their agenda for that day and that you're expecting to meet them. But the other thing that it does, I think, is that it reminds not only the other person, but also it jogs your memory on what your daily schedule is. And that will make you and your counterpart more prepared for that meeting because people will then think, okay, I've got that meeting. What is it that I want to get out of this meeting? How can I be prepared? What should I bring, etc.? And it will hopefully make the meetings that you have a lot more productive because people have actually spent a moment thinking about what the meeting is about before it gets underway. So the first text message I recommend you send is the meeting confirmation text. The next one I want to tell you about is a good follow-up to that one, which is the meeting follow-up text. And you send this after meetings. It can be as simple as, great to see you this morning, Michelle. I'll come back to you with a list of options in a couple of days. That would be an example of acknowledging, thanking the person for the meeting, and then letting them know what the next step is. So This text message lets the person know that you will follow up and it sets the expectation on what that next step is. So we're keeping the momentum moving forward. I think it also makes sure that the person who you're sending the text message to, who you've had the meeting with, gets them thinking about what it is that you met that you talked about in the meeting because sometimes you know people walk away from a meeting and then you might start talking about something else at the end of the meeting or people get distracted with the rest of their day and then it just falls off their agenda and out of their mind i think when you send people this meeting it just gets them thinking again about what it is that's important and it makes your agenda their agenda so The meeting follow-up text is the second text message that I recommend that you would send. Now, the third one is the quick update text. Now, this one is more project-related, and I think it's a good placeholder to send before you provide a more detailed update about something. So an example of this one might be, Hi, Mary, just finished an inspection with ABC Company. It went really well. I will send you a full update tomorrow. So what this text message does is it reassures the other person that what you said would happen did happen and it lets them know that it went well. So this other person is aware of the fact you were going to run this inspection. You did do it. It went well. So it just gives them a quick update that, hey, everything went as expected. But maybe they want more information and perhaps you don't have time to provide that information right now or you just want to do it later on. Well, Sending that message buys you some more time to provide a more detailed update later. It sets the expectation of when the other person will receive it, so they're not wondering where it is and they're not worried about the fact that you've forgotten about them. So there are a few other text messages that I would recommend that you send. I've got 
a document called the top 10 texts in commercial real estate that I'd love to share with you. Um, one of them in that list is the I'll be in your area text. And what this does is it enables you to set up face-to-face -face interactions with no real pressure. There's also the gentle reminder text. And this one, I think, can help you prompt someone to take the next step or to respond via another communication channel. And then there is the non-text text. And the non-text text is a way to really take your texting to a whole new level. So if you want to get your hands on the full list of text messages that commercial real estate professionals can start sending to elevate their relationships and accelerate their deal flow, I want you to go to cresuccess.co forward slash text and I will send you that document. When you do download the list, I'll also send you not only those top 10 texts, but I'll also send you some additional tips such as how to use emojis in text. We don't want to confuse people and maybe say something that they don't understand or say something that we're not intending to. So I'll give you some information about how to use emojis effectively. We want to make sure that your texts are not mistaken as spam. So uh, the reason why you want to do that is you don't want your number being blocked and then closing off the entire communication channel before it's opened up. So I'll give you some tips on that. And also, I want to explain to you why cold texting doesn't work. Cold emails, tick. Cold calls, tick. Although better if you can warm them up through some communication on another channel. But cold texting, no. Okay, text should not be used as a way to start a conversation, rather they're a way to complement some existing communication that's going on through other channels. And that's because you don't want, I think, your text to be confused with spam. So grab the top 10 texts to send in commercial real estate by going to cresuccess.co forward slash text. Get texting. You'll put your screen time to good use and let me know how you go with sending those texts. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I will speak to you soon. Thanks for listening to CRE Success, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. For more information about the show, just check the show notes on your podcast app or visit us online at cresuccess.co.